So I want to share some things that I learned from listening to my own thoughts today that I think are pretty timely and that might help you uh, accelerate your career, your personal life, whatever it might be. Welcome to the Shaping Design Podcast, where we teach you how to get better at design through strategies, stories, and tactics. I'm Mitchell Bernstein. And today's episode is a little bit different than normal. And before we get into it, I have an announcement to make. Uh, Pascal and I bought a company. Well, kind of. We bought a website that is in the kind of the same space of doing the framer stuff that we're doing. Uh, has a lot of really cool resources on it. And I thought, okay, well, why not just buy one that's being sold because the opportunity came up where somebody was selling uh, their their website that they put a lot of effort into it and I thought okay well you know there's a lot of stuff on there and a lot of there's a little bit of traction not that much traction but a little bit of traffic going to it I thought why not just build on top of that and so we're now building what we were building before Framer on top of uh, the new thing which is everythingframer.com so please go check that out uh, it's a great resource. So shout out to Blessin for uh, allowing us to acquire this domain and the whole Framer Remix site. Uh, really appreciate that. And I know that he's going to do great things in other areas on, on the internet, but we thought this is a really great collaboration we can kind of take over and expand on. And we want to do a lot of really cool stuff with it. So I'm really excited for this opportunity uh, to bring a lot more uh, value to the design community, especially uh, building websites. And I can't wait for you to see what's coming. I really can't wait. So please check out everythingframer.com and keep an eye on it because it's going to be changing a little bit soon. Uh, you know, some holidays coming up, so things will be on pause for a little bit. But don't worry, things are coming very soon. So please stay tuned. And with that, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, the past uh, episode and this episode might be a little bit shorter than most. We've been scheduling a lot of guests, and some of them had to cancel last minute. So uh, apologies for that. But we do have a lot of great guests coming on soon. Really cool guests. I'm so excited that we finally got them booked on the schedule and everything as well, at least on that front. Uh, lately, uh, I've uh, not been doing so great uh, up in the old head. Uh, I've been kind of stressed, kind of disappointed in a lot of things going on in my life. In December, I got laid off from my job, and I kind of was like, oh, I'm shocked because this is the first time in my personal life I've experienced this, and not really many of my friends have experienced that either, so it's kind of hard to go through that and not have like a support system that's like, oh, I've been there. Uh, let me explain some of the things that will happen. Uh, you know, I can't really talk too much about it, signed an NDA, but what I can talk about is, you know, my reaction and how I've started to kind of go through it. Uh, you know, the first month was tough, uh, you know, just kind of said, you know what, I need to take a step back and relax and just, you know, enjoy the time that I have off and then get back to applying to jobs. And of course, as soon as I start applying to jobs, everything's, you know, happening, everyone's getting laid off and stuff. So that's, you know, obviously very tough. So lately, uh, Pascal and I, you know, came together and decided we wanted to do something uh, about this and like kind of create our own financial freedom, uh, at least through having some side projects go on and whatever. And, you know, from now I'm speaking from the heart. So if this is born to you or whatever, you know, feel free to shut it off. But I have a couple of lessons that I learned today that has now given me new optimism to continue moving forward and grinding even harder uh, while also maintaining more balance. All right. So the theme about this podcast is balance. 
And there's a couple of ways that I'm trying to achieve that, things that I'm trying right now. And hopefully if you kind of uh, listen in and, and apply them to your life, maybe it'll help you too. So today, uh, you know, I was thinking a lot to myself because I had a lot of me time. Uh, girlfriend went out and, and did her own thing uh, for most of the day. And I had a lot of things to do, but I couldn't really get a lot of them done because one big thing got in the way. We had grass delivered because our renter or the people who kind of give us access to the house, you know, we're renting uh, the, the homeowners. They didn't really do the backyard. It's kind of dirt. And whenever it rains, our dogs are covered in mud when they come inside. I'm tired of seeing them covered in mud and having to wash them and, and deal with that. So I said, you know what? No more. Let's get grass because we want to have guests over. We want to be in the backyard. We want to have barbecues and let the, you know, you know, have our neighbor's kids run around there with the dogs. Like we don't want to really want like dirt. We want to enjoy the backyard. And we have this big backyard. And it's just dirt. So I ordered some grass or sod, whatever you call it. If you don't know what sod is, like a piece of the grass you can, you can lay down. And so uh, I had no idea how to do this, how to rake this rocky area, put soil down, and then put the sod, the grass on, on top. And this took six hours today. So I had a lot of me time, and I did a lot of thinking. And doing this sod actually helped me realize quite a bit of things, put a lot of things into perspective, and it helped me slow down so I can start to speed up in different ways and know when to speed up and slow down. It was a very good refresher for me. I was outside today in the sun. I have like a little bit of a uh, farmer's tan. If you kind of see the video, <laughs> you might see I'm a little bit tanner than usual. Uh, and it was the first time in a long time I was outside just in the sun, uh, you know, kind of just like it's winter and I haven't really had time to be outside. I've been working so hard grinding away on uh, lots of side projects, contract work, uh, looking for a job. And, you know, now I'm at a point where I can say that it's starting to pay off. So I want to share some things that I learned from listening to my own thoughts today that I think were pretty timely and that might help you uh, accelerate your career, your personal life, whatever it might be. So, so I have some notes over here and I don't really have much time to edit this. So it might be kind of poorly edited, at least on, on my standards. But here we go. I'm just going to go right into it. So like I said, uh, haven't been feeling so good and not that like I'm, I'm like super depressed or anything like that but just like disappointed i'm very disappointed that's the, i think that's the word i would use uh for my current state of being at least previously uh i i felt very disappointed i didn't think i was getting much done i feel like i have a lot of aspirations especially with pascal that i want to achieve and um i feel like i was letting myself down i was, I was letting my girlfriend down and family down and, uh, you know, I, I just didn't really like that feeling. And I don't want to feel bad for myself. And I don't want anyone to feel bad for me. I don't enjoy pity. I felt like I needed to get past a certain obstacle for myself. And today I helped actually unlock that by just thinking and doing work in the yard. And I'll be honest, doing work, like physically moving grass onto wet dirt is so hard. I have a profound... Uh, respect for for workers now who do that and I didn't realize that before because I've never had the opportunity to really get dirty and I'm just covered in dirt and bugs and spiders and beetles and, and and worms and it was just gross it was so disgusting but I enjoyed every minute of it today I wanted to get a lot done and 
I spent a lot of time in the beginning of laying down this grass thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do this as fast as I can. I have an hour and then I have to get a lot of tasks done. Again, took like six hours to do. And so in this time, I had a lot of realizations and I'm going to go through each realization. So realization number one, take more steps back. Sometimes I get too caught in the weeds, no pun intended, of trying to be all into all of this like tasks that I'm doing and I don't always realize what it's worth, what it's for. Taking a step back and give you those options. And I don't, like I said, I don't really do this very often, but when I was able to lay down the saw, the grass in the backyard, every time I would lay a bunch of pieces, like let's say every 10 pieces, I would step back and be like, well, okay, okay. I can see myself, you know, hanging out in, the, in this in this grass. Now I can, you know, you know, put a little picnic down, have a little sandwich, a little lemonade. Uh, I was starting to see like what could happen in the grass. And that's actually part of the other realization at the, at the end of this. But it was able to, to appreciate uh, what I was doing, not just the journey. I'll get into that in a minute. But what I was actually doing was something that I've never done before. And I had the opportunity to learn it and just appreciate being okay so that's something i realized just now that actually i missed a lot of having when i was actually in my design career so how does this realization number one uh you know taking more steps back how does that apply to design well if you're too busy working on a button and trying to figure out how the interactions of a button are going to behave it's going to tie you up. Uh, you're, there's no way around it. You're just going to get stuck doing a button. You have to move forward and make decisions. You have to just move. Uh, but if you take a step back and realize, okay, this is just something very small, you might understand to yourself how much more effort you want to put into it and how much can, time can you spend on it. So, ta-da, there's realization number one. Number two, don't look too closely. So when I was lifting up each piece of this saw, this grass, uh, there's all these spiders and bugs and worms dropping out of it and, and crawling in the barrel. I was like, oh my god! Like only one of those could have bit me. And every time I went to like you know reach for the grass, I would see one jump, and I thought, oh my god, it's gonna try to grab my hand or something. But after a while, I stopped looking at the spiders. I started to ignore them. And I know some people have like you know arachnophobia and and they're afraid of bugs and whatever. And I'm not going to say like I'm a super macho man and that like like no bugs scare me, but I got over that and I stopped looking too damn close and then I just started doing. And that's something I think a lot of designers forget. They just forget that they're doing a job. Like, okay, there's a lot of ethical implications in what we do, fine. But it's not our responsibility to be the the torch holder for all these things. Like we don't have to bear, we don't have to we don't have to bear the weight of every single moral decision. We make decisions and we, we make things work. You know, design isn't just how it looks, it's how it works, uh, Steve Jobs. We really need to stop dealing with every single detail. Like sometimes, like if you're trying to be detail-oriented, it's one thing, but like if the detail isn't going to make a difference, uh, it's not going to actually uh, matter if it's blue or dark blue, you know, you're spending too much time on these things. It is important to make sure that details are correct and, and, and that your pixel perfect in, in, in some cases, but 
don't get caught up doing it. Like, make a decision and move on. Uh, one of our first uh, interviews uh, on this podcast, uh, like Everingham said, if, you, if you're given three months to make a button, it's going to take you three months. And if you're given three days to, to make a button, you're going to have a button done in three days. You know, set those deadlines for yourself. Uh, but, you know, um, but just don't look too closely, right? Look close enough for enough time and then realize, okay, it's time to step back and just keep working, right? Uh, don't get caught up in, in the details. Realization number three, and this is something that I really should have been doing more often, is appreciating the journey. So I don't do manual labor again. I work at a computer all day, right? Uh, but I now have a new, I guess, appreciation for doing hard physical labor and being outside in the sun with the birds chirping and like being around all this life that's in the grass and, and putting that down and realizing what's going to happen with this grass and how it's going to grow, it it made me really appreciate doing it. And it's not something that I would have ever thought I would appreciate. And I see it all the time in other neighborhoods and, and, and apartments uh, complexes that I've lived in. I've seen them put down grass. I'm like, this is just grass or whatever. But now I have like, oh, wow, this is like a, actually a hard thing to do. It's not hard to like lay a piece of grass. It's hard to lay a hundred pieces of grass because it's just a lot of physical labor. You're tired, you're thirsty, whatever. And I would apply this to design my work by by saying that, you know, I design a lot of the same things over and over again, but there's an appreciation of like, okay, now can I push it a little bit more can I change it and make it a little bit more special than the last time I did it I can appreciate the journey it's like okay now I have this opportunity uh, so I would say if you're going to be designing uh, you know and it, there's a transaction at the end of the day yeah okay you pay, pay attention to the transaction you know you're making you're doing it for money but also you should consider doing it for yourself you know we put a lot of work out into the world and a lot of it gets uh, a lot of it gets uh, like just it's very ephemeral because it's software and software can be updated you know, you know, every day, any minute, any second. So a lot of our work ends up going away unless we kind of save it as a PDF or a video or, or whatever it is. And so, you know, you should appreciate the opportunity of having that experience of designing something and being a part of something. You know, it's not something we appreciate as much, and I think that more of us should be doing that. And of course, there's other issues at play, so I understand that sometimes you can't always appreciate every moment, but it makes things a lot easier when you do. It really It's hard to appreciate things, especially when you're doing them and you don't want to do them, but it'll help in the long run. It'll also make you more of a grateful person, and it'll make you happier uh, as well. So realization number four consistency over perfection. I'm a perfectionist. I take forever to get details right. And I'm learning slowly but surely <laughs> that I can't be doing that anymore. I need to make a decision and move. But you have to be able to make more decisions and 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 consistently be prolific. Prolific? Prolific. Prolific. I don't even know which, word, which, which one is the word. Hmm. But regardless... If you're producing a lot of work, it's going to show up in the end and you're going to get better and better and better. If you're going to spend a million years on one poster design or one app UI screen, you're never going to get anything else done 
and you're not going to get any better. All right. No matter how good that one thing is, it's not really how good that thing is. You have to be able to re reproduce it to show how good you are because that's what somebody who's very talented is. They can do the same thing again and again and again at a high level of excellence. And the same thing with the grass that I was laying down today. Like I, I couldn't worry about the exact you know, orientation, how perfect the, the rectangle of grass should be amongst all other rectangles of grass. I had to put it down and get the next one down and get the next one down. I couldn't worry about the fifth one you know, that I did and why it's a little crooked and that's screwing up all the other ones. I had to keep you know, moving forward. So in my opinion, consistency is over perfection, at least most of the time. Realization number five. It's much easier to see things in hindsight, and there's actually something you can do called forecasting, which will help you sort of predict how you'll feel in the future, and that will give you enough motivation to continue doing that thing. That's something that actually my girlfriend and I were talking about after I was laying the grass, and, and she said that, you know, uh, progress is, is easier to look back on than it is to predict, and you know, when you're investing in yourself and putting a lot of effort into something, it, it, it seems easy to quit in the moment. But if you're able to kind of look back and see a little bit of how far you've come and then keep doing that again, you know, stopping and stepping back, if you're able to keep doing that, then it's a little bit more motivating. It's like, wow, look how much I accomplished, right? But again, that's still hard to do. If you're able to foresee it in the future and say, okay, I can't wait to experience what we're going to do in all this grass and we're going to have uh, all these games and people over and, and whatever, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So to me... That was so much more motivating than saying, I'm going to lay grass down, right? And for those who are listening that are designers and, and you know, they want, want to get better at design, saying you want to get better at design is, you know, something anyone can say, anyone does, I do it all the time, but I can't get better at design, at design, but I can't get better at design if I don't get better at spending time designing, and that requires me taking things and and maybe like for for my for my practice, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking designs that are already out there, recreate them, understand why the pixels were put in this in those that you know particular order, and then recreate that and apply it to a new thing. And then again, I don't have to share any of this work; I can just trash it. But the practice will give me the ability to then create more things on my own because I have those in my registry in my brain. So if you want to get better at something, you have to actually do it and do it often. There's no way around that. You can pay someone else to do it. You can you can you hire someone else. You, you, you can you can you can you know do it once and then call it quits. But that's never going to make you better at the craft of design. And everyone wants to get better at the craft of design. I want to get a little bit better at the strategy uh, level now. I want to kind of move up in a, a different different way, a different uh, part of the hierarchy of you know different organizations, and and how uh, I can help others be, uh, and how I can help others get better at their craft. Because uh, I think that I've I would consider myself a master of at least part of my craft. The only way that I can do that is by uh, actually participating in an educational resource to help others uh, with design like this is and produce things that are, in my opinion, valuable so that others can get started in their journeys. The same way that when I was starting my journey, I found a lot of free resources on, online and the people were very open and honest about you know how they created those things when I asked them questions about it. And they helped me because they were willing to spend time 
listening and giving feedback and answering questions. And I want to do the same for everyone else. And so does Pascal. I know Pascal wasn't able to make it to this episode, but we're both really excited for the guests that are coming on soon. And we'll both be back on the pod to kind of interview a lot more people uh, that are going to be really exciting for you to listen to. And also really insightful. Some, some people that I've never met before and some people that recently met uh, that are really just brilliant. And so that wraps up all my realizations of today. I hope that these lessons you can apply to your life and your career, and hopefully that'll help accelerate things and and help you feel a little bit better. And maybe soon I'll do an episode of of being laid off. And I think maybe soon I'll do a little bit more of like frameworks to help stay optimistic, but that's about it for this one. I want to thank everyone for tuning into this episode today. Really appreciate listening. Uh, Just remember, this isn't free. It's content going out, this podcast, YouTube, wherever you're listening or watching this, not free. You got to follow the gentleman's agreement, which means you have to subscribe. And if you can, uh, like it, uh, give us five stars wherever you're listening or again or watching this thing. Uh, please let us know how you feel about it, what you think about it, and give us feedback. You know, we love to, you know, have feedback. Reach out to us on Twitter uh, or LinkedIn, wherever you are, so that we can improve the podcast and make it better for you. If you know anyone that wants to be on the podcast that you think really needs to be on the podcast, we can inquire about design from them please have them reach out or reach out on their behalf. Let us know. All right. Thanks, everyone.